Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, I don't really fuck with that right there. I can make a nigga act up right there. We're gonna get your rocks off, boo. No, 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 I don't really do all that, but it's more for you. Come on, yes, I'm far from a pimp, but I'm close to you. You're fucking with an old soul twice removed. My pops used to work up on the fighter jets. Maybe that's the reason I'll be through. Yes, now, who the fuck called me a player? these young niggas out here sweating for a pay stub i'm a coach i'ma teach these bitches how to lay up that's how you lay up now most of y'all can't do shit but all my chicks cook grits uh, I roll a spliff at the same damn time. You ain't live long enough to have a bitch this fine. <laughs> now, if you don't mind, if I call you a bitch, it's cause you're my bitch. And as long as no one else calls you a bitch, then there won't be no problems. Now, if I call you a trick, it's cause you paid rent. And as long as you don't call at the six, then there won't be no problems. Walk with me now. She with it. She with it. She keep it 300. I ain't even got to hit it. She with it. She with it. All she want to do is watch a real nigga winning, nigga. She with it. She with it. Look me in my eye. There'll be no sin. She with it. She with it. Got a whole lot of women. All of them with it. Yes, Lord. My mama said don't trust these hoes, boy, be about your loot. True story. Now my mama told me that, why the fuck would I listen to you? Yes, Lord. You never go broke chasing riches, but you might go broke chasing every little stank-ass hoe with a tongue piercing. Now, if I call you a bitch, it's cause you my bitch. And as long as no one else call you a bitch, then there won't be no problems. Now, if I call you a trick, it's cause you pay rent. And as long as you don't call at the six, then there won't be no problems. Walk with me now. She with it. She with shit. Keep it 300. I ain't even got to hit it, nigga. She with it. She with it. All she want to do is watch a real nigga winning, nigga. She with it. She with it. Look me in my eye. There'll be no sin. She with it. She with it. Got a whole lot of women. All of them with it. All right, let's get into it. Before I get shit on some more. <laughs> Welcome to Off the Rails with Anna and Blitz today. Yay. We're going to be with you till about noon or so. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. I sure know I did. Me too. Um, God, there's just, so, I don't even like know where to start. First off, <laughs> Bubba likes to have private conversations with people. And if, and if you're watching Twitch, you can see him doing the, uh, the air quotes because He's he's yelling, so you could hear him through the, the glass. There's no need to even eavesdrop. It's actually impossible to eavesdrop because you can hear the, the the conversation they're having is reverberating through the entire building. <laughs> so I'm literally just sitting there, like not even really looking at them, but just eating my yogurt out front, and you could just hear him, you know, screaming at Jay lovingly, obviously. But that's how Bubba communicates. He was talking loudly, but and not even like at Jay. He was just that's how he conversates. 
That's how he conversates, right? What what word did he fuck up today? Um, inavailable or something like that. Oh, I love yeah. those every time he's and then I and then I start talking dumb, which mm-hmm. is a problem, you know. Like when he said amateur works, it doesn't even sound wrong anymore, which is a bad sign because now I'm gonna oh, start yeah. saying it like that. But um, yes. Weekend was eventful. Saturday, not so much. Saturday was like a, a little rough. You know, Bubba was on the reef. I was on the rag. So had to kind of wade through that day. Yesterday was fun. I think I got a little too drunk. Okay. Um, You know, I get excited because I really don't go off and I don't really drink with the girls too much. I don't really have a lot of girls in my life, period. And you can kind of see that because the fo- the photo that I took, I didn't know half their names. I didn't. They may have said, hi, I'm so-and-so, but I don't know. Uh, They seem to be a bit a carbon copy of one another. So, Mm -hmm. And they were in and they were out, man. Like, they were just like, I got to fucking, you know, the babysitter leaves at three and I got to go. Right. So it started at 1230. I was really, I thought it was going to be a little bit more, um, like, heavy on the drinking. (laughs) Like, but I'm stupid. I'm dumb. And I'm also coming from, like, a single girl. Yeah. I don't have kids. I'm not married mindset. So I'm like, fuck, we're starting at 1230. I'm getting shit face and I'll be home around 730. That's what I was guessing. Wrong. Wrong again. Um, I wasn't driving, so it wasn't problematic in that way. But I just felt like, uh, you know, there was we it was a draft party. So I got invited because they needed an even number. But then they figured out they could just do like a dummy person. So I was that because I was like, I don't want a dummy person. Right. I was like, and I, I felt bad because, you know, my best friend put it on and I wasn't ignoring the, uh, the invites on Facebook, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do fantasy. Like, I don't want yeah. an extra app on my phone. This isn't fun for me. I don't know any of the players. The best way that I can describe football, and I'm a little better now than I was like <clears throat> five, six years ago, I was explaining to someone, me watching football is like watching a foreign film with no subtitles. But that's what it's like for me. You could always learn. I could. I'm choosing to stay ignorant. <laughs> Dan is correct. I'm ignorant about one thing, and that is sports, and I'm choosing to stay ignorant. Because, first off, none of that would get through my head. And not because I'm incapable of understanding, understanding it's because I don't give a fuck. I bartended for six years. You ask me what's in a blue motherfucker, I have no idea. I just, I couldn't remember. I didn't care. I was like, I just made it blue. I just put like, what is that? Blue, uh, cur- cur- see, I don't even remember what it's called. Yeah, curacao. Curacao, cacao, cocaine, whatever the fuck it is. I just know, make it blue because if you're ordering a blue motherfucker, you're blacked out. So as long as you make it blue, everyone's happy. It's about triple sex, some other bullshit, whiskey, wine. I threw it like some wine. I'm like, who gives a fuck? I'm putting like a shot of Cabernet. Fucking blue mimosa. I didn't give a fuck. So, you know, and even stuff with like three ingredients, I was like, ah, Manhattan, is that the one with the sugar? Is that the old fashioned? Like I would always forget. And I was like, why can't I remember this? But I can remember birthdays and history shit, whatever. It's because I don't give a fuck. Um, yep. So I, my brain is just like, it, re- it rejects it. It's just like, no, we don't want this. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to this draft thing. But my, my friend Aaron was like, listen, there will be football, but there will be brunch. I said, brunch? She goes, brunch. I go, well, I'm there. Okay. So showed up. It was cool. Um, it, I, I, I think I drank a little too much for the the vibe was more low key. The, the vibe yeah. was a drink. I had maybe four or five. 
it's hard to tell when when you're pouring sangria. It was it was for them. It was hey, we're gonna come hang out for a few hours and then carry on with our day. Right. For you, it was you the thought day. that was the day. It was the day. Right. It was the day. Okay. So my ass gets up. I was I was very proud of myself. I got up probably out of bed maybe eight thirty on Sunday. Whoa. Which is uncharacteristic for me. And then by uh, I would say nine oh five, I was at the gym which is 10 minutes away. So you do the math. I mean, I was up and out. I didn't even have fucking coffee. I used to be the person that was like, I can't work out without eating breakfast. I didn't work out with not only no food, but no fucking caffeine. And it was impressive. And let me tell you, the vibe at the gym on a Sunday morning is a good fucking vibe. Those people have their lives together. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody at the gym before 9 a.m. on a Sunday has their fucking shit together. They are listening to Tom Bilyeu. They are listening to David Goggins. They are listening to people. They're listening to Tony Robbins. Like those are it's the growth mindset people. Mm -hmm. That's who's at the gym. They don't get fucked up on Saturday because they're like, we're gonna fucking kick ass on Sunday. So it was cool to be part of that group for like a day. That was cool. Okay. Because it was just kind of this like respect. We were like, we're at the gym on a, on a Sunday morning. And some people were young. I thought it was just going to be a bunch, like, old, bunch of old folks. It was. And people in their 30s, 40s, you know, maybe even a few people in their 20s were there. That's, and, their, uh, uh, that's their version of church. Yeah. Yep. Getting up early, getting at it. It was very unusual, but it was a really good vibe. Maybe one day I'll go back at that hour. It was crazy. I was there Saturday night closing and then almost open on on Sunday. I was like, I don't know who I am, but I'm an extremist, not a, not like a a terrorist extremist, Mm. but like we talked about on Friday where if I'm doing something, I don't like kind of put a toe in, I dive head first. I'm going to paralyze myself and then I go in the opposite direction usually. Yeah. You hurt yourself. Then you got to. I broke recover. my ass. I broke my ass, which is getting better, by the way. So I'm I'm taking at least another month off of running because every time I run, it's... <laughs> I was gonna say you just said it's getting better. I'm like, oh great, that means she's gonna hurt herself. No, this no, no, week. no, no. I I fucking last Tuesday before Kevin's law, I fucking rebroke my ass. So I really I, when I'm feeling better, that's an indication to just continue to do what I'm doing, which yeah. is not running. Which is funny because it's like if if you're gonna get injured, you got the way that I did it is the the way to do it where I'm still able to do cardio and stuff. I just, I can't, the running, the extending of the hamstring is what's fucking it up. Hmm. So if I do stairs, no problem. So I just stick with Stairmaster for now. So sit tight. It's going to be good. But yeah, it was, um, I got a little, I got a little too drunk and then we were the last people there and it was four 30 and Rachel who drove me Reagan. She was like, we got to, we gotta go, <laughs> and I'm like, what? You're like, no, the part, but the party. I literally went to the bathroom and came back at like what three minutes, and like four, the last four people left. Uh oh, they just fucking bounced, and then and Rachel got, you got to the point where she put my purse around me and was like, we've got to go, and I went, <laughs> no. Oh. So my little drunk ass gets there, and I, I was a little bit in it. I was in a weird headspace, and it was no one's fault, but gotten a little weird headspace because you know a a big part of it would be like i would like some sing like i would like some single girl girlfriends Mm -hmm. i have i have right now i have zero Mm -hmm. 
close and afar, California to Florida to Germany to Michigan, wherever my friends are, the, everyone is is mated. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll find some sister girls and we can like, but whatever. No. <laughs> Literally everyone's like, my husband, my fiance, my boyfriend, my, I'm like, shut up. And, you know, then, and then you start to get a little, a little mad. Um, and then I got in my head. And so I started, you know, I had a little too much sangria maybe. And then the ride home was just a little bit, it's not like I cried or anything, but it was like one of the, I don't know if you've ever been in like a, a drunken stupor before where you're in a. You're in a vortex of a thought that you can't get mm-hmm. out of. I'm sure you have that sober, mm-hmm. where you're just like stuck, and music is playing, and you don't really remember the ride home, not because you're drunk, but this happens to me sober all the time, where there's no yeah. music playing, and I'll be driving for like a half an hour, and you're like, how did I get here? Oh, I forget. I went somewhere over the weekend, Yeah, and I drove like, it was probably a 25, 30 minute drive, and like, it was, I was probably 95% through the drive, and I realized... I forgot to turn the radio on. That's when you know you're deep in a thought. And then you're like, was I, what if I got in an accident? Would I have reacted? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Have, and you would, because yeah. even though you're on auto, like, you're, you're well, still I was going like 120. I would have had to do something. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I don't roll like that, man. I don't roll like that. But yeah, where you, you, you arrive at a place and you don't remember getting there. And you're like, whoa. Or you just kind of come to. Like, that happens to me sometimes in the morning where I, I come to and I'm like, I'm on 275. I'm on the Howard Franklin. I'm like, whoa, I don't remember even getting here. How'd this happen? And then I realize the radio's not on mm-hmm. and I'm deep in a weird, I'm in, in deep thought willy. Mm-hmm. And you're just like replaying something. And you don't know if you're problem solving, but you're just locked in this loop. Oh, yeah. So um, I I made it a point yesterday. I go, you know what? You need some fucking sleep. Because that is the, the more, you know, not that I need to do more research to tell me how important sleep is, but it's actually to the point where it's actually, it's scaring me how mm-hmm. how badly I'm fucking this massive part of my life up. It would just sleep. That So last night, that was part of the reason why I couldn't get to sleep. Because you're like, I need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I know how that feels. That's exactly what it was. And I almost caved and took something to help me. And I said, no. Mm-mm. You're, you need to learn how to self-soothe mm. and not with pills. So I didn't. And I was happy I didn't because that's the last. Because then you start to believe that the only way I can get to sleep is with the pill. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be in that situation. So I said, you will suffer and just, you know, you figure it out. And I did. It was fine. But I was in bed lights off at 934, which is pretty much unheard of. Because I just like to be awake. There's just something about at being up at night. Yep. It's quiet. You, you're just like, everybody else seems to be asleep. It's just nice. Was it raining by you? Yeah, a little bit. At That's, night it was. Oh, it was so nice. It was so nice. It was. So I just, I like staying awake. I wanted to watch, you know, I kind of fell off the startup train. I wanted to get back on that train. Oh, I watched a documentary last night. Of what? About Bob Ross, the new one. Dude, just, everyone is talking about that. I, I just watched. That. Is it funny? He had, not, didn't he have like an addiction problem? And, no. Yeah, I know the the perm that was in his real hair, but yeah. it's on, I, I'm it's not on spoil Netflix. It. Yeah, it is on Netflix. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna it. watch it. So I'm, I forgot. I meant to bring it up on the show today. Yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah. I need to watch it before Bubba. Actually, can you wait till you bring it up? I need to watch it before Bubba because he'll watch it and ruin it. No. So. No. I want to be the first one in on something. I know. Okay. Well, now that I know about it, I'll, I'll try to get started on it today. How long is it? Like an hour? A couple hours. Couple. I think it's. I think it's uh three hours. Maybe three and a half. Ah, fuck that. No, it's, like, it's like an hour and a half to two hours. Ah, okay, okay. I can do that. So, um... Actually, I'll tell you what it is. Tell me now. 
I got it right here. Oh, we know it's on my desktop. That's an Akira video, not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob Ross, Happy Accidents. Play. I heard Chris DeStefano. He's one of my favorite comedians. He's so fucking funny. He was uh, talking about restart it. Restart playback. Okay, it is an hour 34. Okay, that's perfect. Um, I guess we can kind of detail the weekend a little bit. Um, which is great. I like, it's, it's nice when you kind of talk a little trash about someone and then you don't see them for like a month Mm -hmm. because then it's like all kind of forgotten and everything. But you know, when you have to square things away with maybe when I was referencing people and then see them at, you know, bubble 199 a few days later, it can be a little awkward. Mm -hmm. So, um, we, we have bubble 199 and here's the thing, like people, sometimes people get listen, I'm used to being made fun of like that's that's fucking nothing new you know it, it we took a little bit of an adjusting um so most of the things don't really upset me like the stuff about like tits like please we talk about every fucking day mm-hmm. to the point where it's almost like <laughs> let me explain to you look, listen look at me let me explain to you what getting tits is for me now. I would rather get the fucking vaccine than get tits. That's the level of like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. Because the more people try to pressure me to do something, get the vaccine. Why are you going to get the vaccine? Mm-hmm. had that talk with my mom this weekend. Get the vaccine. You know, I, the, the less I want to do it. Because I don't like being backed into a corner with anything in my life, whether it be a vaccine, whether it be tits, whatever it is, a friendship, doesn't matter. I don't, if you push me to do something, I don't want to do it. So the tits now, now it's not even about me, you know, not wanting it. Now it's about defiance. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck you. I would, I will never cave. I will never, and I never wanted them to begin with. I'm insecure about a lot of stuff. Oddly, my tits are just not one of them. I have a lot of other insecurities that are played upon upon the show, but tits not one of them. So I'm not I'm not worried about that. But I do get made fun of a lot, and and does it get to me? Yeah, some t- usually it's the the pylon when it's like a one thing here, one thing there, no problem. But when it's this and that, and then a song and this, it's just like at some point you just want to you know you want to start you know taking people out a little bit. You know, the thought in my mind is like, wait, where's that gun? Just kidding. These are jokes, sort of. Um, so, you know, that doesn't really bother me with, with the the looks thing. It's, it's other things. To be honest with you, I was more pissed at, after the first segment when Dan was just yelling and not listening to what the fuck I was saying. That actually made me the most angry. More than the teeth, more than the tits, more than the five pounds that need to be lost because that's just... Well, that's just not true. Because if I lose yeah. five pounds, then I start looking gross. Yeah, don't do that. Then I start looking. Have you guys seen Dallas Buyers Club? Because that's what my arms start to look like. When Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey had AIDS, that's what I start to look like when I start to get a little uh, stringy. So we got to try to avoid that. But anywho, I do kind of want to dip into what was going on with Dan. And I would just like to make my point because he's not here to interrupt me, which would be nice. All I was saying, I wasn't. Dan's de- on the warm line. I'm just kidding. <laughs> gotcha. I just I just pulled the phone out and just throw it right in the fucking trash. Um, I wasn't saying that that Joe Biden did good things. I wasn't defending Joe Biden at all. All that I was saying was that it has come to my attention that the corporate media has turned on Joe Biden over this issue, not over the inflation crisis. 
not over the crisis at the border, not over the failing economy, not over uh, COVID, his handling of COVID, the Delta variant, etc. The corporate media has turned on him because he has decided to pull out of Afghanistan. But on him is a horrible exit. I know. I know, but let, let's think for a second. Now, again, horrible that anybody has to die, obviously. It's horrible that 13... Is it now 14? I heard there was like a 14 person, I, that, person that died. Know. 13 or 14 people, Marines, uh, corpsmen, and, and I forget what the, the third um, one was, but 13 people have died. Horrendous. Awful. But like I mentioned earlier, uh, what was it, like 23, 2400 Americans... Have died over 20 years in Afghanistan, then that doesn't include over, I think it was like 20,320 number have been, uh, have endured casualties. That means maybe they came home and killed themselves. Maybe they lost limbs. Maybe they lost fingers. Maybe they lost whatever they lost. And that doesn't even include people who just have now fucking mental issues from war. Yep. Okay. So the fact that Obama was pretty much unscathed. And, I mean, Trump got a lot of shit for a lot of other stuff, but not for, you know, staying in there. Yeah, he brokered the deal to get out, but he wasn't the president that took us out. Now Biden is taking us out. It's not, he didn't do a good job, but he's taking us out. Some people, it seems like Dan want, just wants us to stay there fucking forever. And this is an, the weird thing is this is a very unpopular war. Right. And and a war that was unwinnable, and it, it's like a war, but not a war, because it's like... Or nation building and kind of, you know, of what I've heard, it seems like the people that we were trying to build up to become the Afghani army were just a bunch of, like, drunk and fucked up <laughs> they didn't goat wanna, herders. Yeah, they didn't want to be there. And, like, that's the thing yeah. is, I don't care how much training and stuff you give them. Once we leave, they're done. Like, they will, they, they didn't want to fight. Already, they didn't want to fight. Yeah. Apparently, I was, again, through my sources, who people who have actually met with um, people uh, in the military, they said that like if you were to give a drug test to uh, the people that we were trying to um, bolster up to become like the the Afghan army and stuff, if you were to give them a drug test, ninety percent of them would fucking fail because they're just all fucking hopped up on opiates and hmm. heroin and shit like that. They didn't want to fight. They we were giving them equipment and then they were just going like robbing their neighbor. Like they had no intention of being a legitimate fighting force. That was right. not this it was a fucking joke for 20 yeah, years. Like literally anything that happened to them it was call on the airstrike like anything they wouldn't like they would rarely ever fight back they would just call an airstrike they would lose right right it was all uh, american uh, air support mm-hmm. so biden takes us out of this war didn't do a good job okay i'm not i'm not people think you, if you're a little bit nuanced like oh she's a biden mark it's like no i'm just i'm thinking with my brain um he takes us out of a war mm-hmm. that should be a good thing even if like there's it's shitty and stupid and he didn't do it the right way, he's at least fucking delivering on what he said he was going to fucking do. Didn't do it well, but is doing it and taking us out of a war. That should be a good thing. But instead, he's getting shit on by the right. He's getting shit on by the left. Again, some of it very legitimate, legitimate criticism. Why did most we, of it legitimate? You know, I did bring up, and I know you agreed. You knew we were leaving. Why are we doing spring break in Afghanistan? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why the fuck? Like, okay, you know this is going to happen. Why the fuck are you still there? 
Yeah, right. Get, get your shit and get out. What? What are you? Well, what I are you doing? Uh, they they had a job to do. Well, they had a job. What are they going to have? Like no job? I'm like, well, now they have no life. Yeah. Now they don't have a head. So get the fuck <laughs> out. We're about the job later. <laughs> yeah, but now they're not going to get health care on a. But now they're all going to get paid. Yeah. Okay, Dan. Um. What? Yeah. Now they don't have a. Now they got be be handed. So please. But anyways, all I was saying that the fact that this was the thing that turned the corporate press on him is interesting. It's noteworthy. Why is it? Because they could have easily spun it the other way, right? They could have easily said, "Listen, not the best move, but we're we're fucking ending a war." They yeah. could have sold it like that. Mm-hmm. They could have said. Fucking uh, Bush got us into this, right? If, if I'm if I'm uh, CNN, right? Bush got us into this. You know, you could say something nice about Obama, like Obama tried his best. Mm-hmm. Trump fucking didn't get us out of it. Biden is taking Trump us out of it. Trump said he would and didn't. Right, exactly. I could spin this better if I was CNN. But Biden is getting us out of this, and he's delivering on his promise. People mm-hmm. like promises, kept promises. Okay, yep. you could say that, and you could say it's unfortunate. You could say this was going to happen no matter what. You know, blah blah blah. The people knew that they were supposed to leave. You know, unfortunately, these Americans gave their lives, but you know that's just kind of the wheelings and dealings of war, and that's what happens sometimes. But he's getting us out, and now we're not going to have any more, or you know, very many more lives lost because Biden is pulling us out of a war and but and now but he's lost he's lost cnn he's lost msnbc he's lost his own party essentially which is interesting so why would that be the case right and my when i was listening to my boyfriend uh dave smith he was bringing up some fucking great points about like huh who is in bed with uh corporate media why are they trying to push this narrative that Going into war is great, and leaving and, and exiting a war is is bad. Why that seems to be a little bit backwards. Of course, you could you could ridicule and you could criticize the exit strategy. I I've done that. You did that. Yep, yep. But like, why is leaving war a bad thing? And not only that, this is a very unpopular war. This isn't like a World War II where we're like we're fire we're the best. It's like this. We all know this is an unwinnable war. Why the fuck are we there? And yet we pull out. Of course, not well, but we pull out nonetheless. And people are fucking losing their minds. What was his reasoning? Basically saying that uh, you know this could be a push from corporations like Raytheon, like Lockheed Martin, like Halliburton, that are. Telling people, kind of pushing this agenda, the national security state, pushing this agenda like, hey, wars are good. Unfortunately, folks, I don't know if you're familiar with the military industrial complex and what it is, but it's a fucking business. Now, do you think, because I'm almost willing to bet that it's, it's less of that right now and more of them trying to bury Biden so that he either goes away, resigns, does something so they can prop up Kamala or somebody else. Because um, because him winning again might not be that it might not be that easy. I'm pretty sure the the Pentagon wanted him to stay. I'm pretty sure people wanted him to stay. In like, if we're talking about the deep state, I think the deep state wanted him to stay because the deep state is I, Halliburton, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, like these yeah, massive I, companies that have a lot of stake into resources. Okay, you know, because yeah, we we leave the war, but then. With that, we leave all of the resources and access to resources that we had with that war. Right, but I'm, I'm thinking, why are the why is the media shitting on him so bad? Is my my thing. Well, according to my boyfriend, which again was making some great points, 
the media is run by these figureheads, some of them invisible that we don't know and we don't see, that are pushing certain agendas that okay. we should, that war is good. And and when you leave, and again, uh, this is all like Dave Smith's, you know, thinking, I don't know if he grabbed it from somebody else. I know he listens to, I think, a guy named Scott Horton and stuff like that. But <clears throat> he was basically saying, like, why do we only have, like, this humanitarian bone in our body when we're exiting a war? What about the 20 fucking years that we were there? And you would hear just casually on the news, oh, a couple Marines lost their lives, a couple blah, blah, army people got blown up, a couple, you know, a thousand, uh, 200,000 Afghanis civilians have lost their lives. And it was just kind of like, we're just reporting the news. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, Biden's a piece of shit. We pulled out. Look what happened. 13 American soldiers lost their lives. It's like, what about the 23 Right. Hundred, hundred that fucking died and the 20,000 that were injured. Like, what about, where was the outrage then? I, so I, I've said this about a lot of stuff. Yeah. I hate when something happens, like, let's say 9-11 or something. Yeah. And people donate a ton of money and we need to give aid and we, to the families that are surviving. Like, what makes those lives so much more valuable that we need to go up above and beyond than a regular firefighter or policeman that gets hurt on the job or something or killed on the job. Like why, do, why do we put some deaths on a pedestal? Uh-huh. And, um, I, and I, I don't like that. Well, like like, these, like these last 13, mm, I guess which, you would, well that, that this, that, that's all political shit. But in terms of like the first responders, I guess the argument can be made like that was their job. And these civilians were just, so, so office workers. I'm not saying their lives. No, no, I'm just trying what, to. What I'm saying is, explain. so the guy. Let's. I, I mean, I'm. I'm just making something yeah. up. But let's say a guy on September 9th, a police officer gets killed. Well, on September, uh, a firefighter mm. on September 11th, those guys are just the biggest heroes ever because they're so brave and they died in 9/11. But the guy that died two days prior doing the same thing was like, oh well, that sucks. I mean, meanwhile, meanwhile they did. They died doing mm -hmm. their job, doing the same exact thing. But, we, yeah. but we, we put people on a pedestal depending on how they die or where because mm -hmm. of, you know, we. Well, I, I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, 9-11 was a massive event. Of course. And um, you have to all, like they always say, and I don't know who they is, but you never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. So we get attacked by terrorists. You don't just go, well, that's unfortunate. Let's just do this covert operation and blow a few people up. No, it's like, we are going to garner a lot of nationalism, right? Remember how patriotic people were after 9-11. There was a reason for that. You bolstered up and then they go, Hey, we're going to war where Iraq. Sure. Let's fucking go get him. And then like, it was a couple years later where people were like scratching their heads going, Wait, why the fuck are we going in Iraq? Right. And then that was when they were kind of drumming up the whole weapons of mass destruction thing. Oh, they got of weapons of mass destruction. Afghanistan made more sense, but not much. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where the bad guys are. Okay, but why are we fighting the Taliban? I thought it was Al Qaeda. Well, you know, the the the, the, the Taliban is pretty much renting space. It was like they were the landlords of Al Qaeda. Right. And Al Qaeda was just hiding there and they were ready to negotiate. But Bush said, oh, we're not negotiating with fucking terrorists. And mm -hmm. they go, well, then fuck you. And then that's when we went in there. We should have been done by December of 2001. Yeah. But then we decided to do a nation building campaign for 20 years. That was a fucking joke. It was a joke. And everybody knew it was going to happen. Why do you think Trump made the deal with the Taliban? Does anyone think of that? Dark Match Steve, 100 bits. Thank you. He made the deal because he knew that was going to be the government when, when we pulled out. Of course.
He knew that was who was going to take take over. So, and oddly enough, the the Taliban has been pretty cooperative. If it wasn't for the Taliban kind of respecting the rules of the game, nobody would be able to get to the Kabul airport. No, not at all. Well, because they they actually have the first checkpoint. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the people that that blew up the thirteen that wasn't. The Taliban. That was ISIS K. That was an right. offshoot of ISIS. So. That got through the te- Taliban. No, I'm not <laughs> right. And and the Taliban and ISIS don't like each other because you have to understand they're all fucking fighting for power over there. So and I'm not propping up the Taliban. Don't don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but we just kind of got to keep you know keep in mind who who the players are and what's going yeah. on and shit like that. And, and it Taliban gets lost. Taliban knew that too. They said, look. You know, we'll we'll work with you guys. They, they're being pretty pretty fucking cooperative, right? And they, well, because they're like, if, if you're out by this date, if and if we, you know, they also know that if they would have fucked us over, we we would have fucked them hard, at least yeah. at least early on. Not maybe not with Biden, but yeah. before Biden. Yeah, I mean, I, and I've and I've heard you know a few people talk about this as well. Under Obama, there were a hundred thousand troops in, in Afghanistan at one point, mm-hmm. and we couldn't get the job done then. So, well, remember Obama also ran on the "I'm pulling the troops out" deal. They all did. They all said that, you know, I'm pulling the troops out because people like that. People don't like war. So you think. And then it's just really funny that when Biden actually does it. And I feel like I have to keep saying this. Not well, but he's doing it. He's pulling people out. He does it. And he gets like historically low poll numbers. And he's the one that actually fucking ended it. It's just interesting. Like, why would that be the thing? Like, there's been, again, thousands of Americans have died and, and hundreds of thousands of Afghani civilians who have nothing to do with the Taliban have died in uh, this conflict. Those lives don't matter. And then it's like, again, I'm not trying to diminish the 13 that did die, but then those die, those 13 die. And then it's like, you know, this is all Biden's fault. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, this shit was going to fucking happen no matter what. Obviously not great, but also... Americans in Afghanistan not trying to victim shame. But like, right. You knew we were leaving, right? Get the fuck out. What are you doing? It, everyone is acting like it was a fucking surprise. Like, we're leaving. Maybe, here's the thing, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong here, but maybe because we've been crying wolf this whole time that we're going to leave, we're going to leave, we're going to leave. They didn't believe him. Right. Maybe. Oh, we're leaving? Right. Just like last time. Just like the last fucking four presidents did. Or right. three, whatever. And then they would, might not have a job. Right. And then Dan they would have been out of work. <laughs> Fuck. Because <laughs> all they can do is fucking, you know, uh, uh, translate uh, Farsi to English. They have no other skills. But <laughs> you you knew we were leaving. They, they said we're leaving. And then all of a sudden it's like this big surprise. I mean, what if that was the case? What if they're like, hey... We're fucking leaving. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, like, they leave and they're like, they left all these Americans. I'm, I mean, I'm sure that was played a small part of it. So, again, I don't know the whole story. I'm just kind of spitballing. But if they're saying we're going to leave by, it was originally, not originally, originally, but Biden said September 11th. Yeah, great date. Right. So stupid. <laughs> that was dumb. And then the Taliban was, the Taliban agreed to push it back a few months because mm-hmm. they, they agreed to May with Trump. Right. And then Biden was like, you know, probably like, uh, we're not going to do it on his timeline. So push it back a few months. So they push it back and the Taliban fucking agreed. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not giving them props, but I'm just saying. But as you know, far as we know, they agreed. We don't really know. It, well, they didn't fucking go in and try to start <laughs> it, killing people know, and, and it stuff. Been the a, Americans. It could have been a, it could have been a, hey, you know what? We're fine with that. Make sure you leave some of that equipment behind for us. Maybe, 
I feel like it's it's even more conspiratorial than well, that. Well, of course, but, but... But yeah, I mean, the Taliban didn't say, oh, no, now we're going to start beheading Americans. They're like, all right, listen, we've waited 20 years. We can wait three more months, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so they did, and then it seemed like they were saying, you know what, actually, September, we're actually going to take it, like, when when did shit go down? Like, uh, August 20th? It was about two weeks ago mm-hmm. where Kabul fell, and then the, uh, the president was like, see ya, bye, went to UAE, peace out, motherfucker. And uh, kind of just kind of push the Americans out. But uh, again, still pretty cooperative. Pretty fucking cooperative. I don't think any American lives were lost until the ISIS thing. I mean, obviously there were, but in terms of the exit. Recently, yeah. Right. So that was the point I was trying to make. I wasn't trying to defend Biden. Biden isn't even a a person. He's a a fake person. (gasps) He's a hologram, folks. Uh, And and I always say every time when people were like, can you believe Biden looked at his watch? Can you believe? I'm like, yes. Yes, he has dementia. He has mm-hmm. Alzheimer's. My grandmother had Alzheimer's. I know what it looks like. Uh, Safta. Oh. Safta had really bad Alzheimer's uh, towards the end of her life. The, probably the last like 10, 12 years. It starts as like forgetfulness and then it and then it becomes really really fucking sad. Actually, it and it you know what's sad is when it's funny. It's sad when it's funny. Okay. I think I've said this before probably about a year ago, but um Safta used to live with us. She moved from she went from South Africa to Israel and and then moved to the states when I was very young. She was like the kind of the babysitter. Um, she one time came downstairs. She would come downstairs like every twenty minutes. Okay, this was right before she went into a home, and she would show us pictures of my dad and be like, "This is your dad," and it would just be like a you know when he was a baby. Whatever. Okay, it was it was sweet, but it was every twenty minutes because she would forget and she'd come back downstairs and be like, "This is your father. This was your father." All right. <laughs> Groundhog's Day. Yeah, oh, my. Not even day, fucking hour. Groundhog's hour. <laughs> well, at least she was getting exercise. She was. She was getting exercise. Um, And so one time she came down and she we knew she was going to show us a picture of So you Dad. tripped that bitch downstairs? No. Uh, she had, it was a catalog. Okay. Okay. Of a, and, it, and in the catalog, like a JCPenney or Kohl's or whatever, mm-hmm. and it had like a toy section and one of them was like a a toy baby like a like a baby made out of plastic okay and my grandma came up to me first and she just goes this was this was your father this is a picture of your father as a baby and i just fucking started losing my mind i was crying i was laughing so fucking hard my dad's like what what's going on i'm like soft it just showed me a, a picture of you as a baby i'm like show dad and it was it's just a plastic doll it's like this was you when you were a baby she thought it was a picture of my dad it was just a fucking cabbage patch doll it's, it's funny. It's fucking funny. And that's when it's sad because you're like, Am I, should I laugh at this? But oh, no. like I say all the time, if, if we're not laughing, we're crying. But okay. I'll never forget that and how fucking funny that was. Because you got to find light in the darkness, you know? Whoa. Yeah, you do. I mean, if you're getting, and I remember listening to NPR one time and this this Lebanese woman was like, yeah, we were getting shelled and I thought we were going to die. But then there would just be like a moment we just like laugh about what, you know, they were just like find shit to laugh about, you know. Um, so it's a similar sort of thing. Not similar. You know, obviously that right. was way worse. But y- your grandma's, you know, failing mentally and physically. And uh, she just sometimes just pulls a funny on you and you go well that's fucking really sad and hilarious i don't know how i feel about that but yeah to this day we still laugh i'm like remember when softy came down and showed me showed us a picture of a fucking cabbage patch doll and was literally not only if it was like if it was like a real human baby and it was not my dad you'd be like whatever but it was literally a fake it was a doll 
clearly a, an inanimate object, and and Softa was just like, this was your dad. Out of a Coles catalog. Like, it was just so fucking sad. And she's laughing because we're laughing because it's that's contagious. So she thinks we're just, like, having a jolly time. Mm-hmm. But in reality, we're like, Fuck. She thought you were laughing at, like, how ridiculous your dad looked as a baby. Yeah, we're like, oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. We're like, ah, oh, that's so cute. I'm like, that's fucking... That's it. And it not only was it a cabbage patch doll, but it was clearly like dressed in pink. Like it was How a old female. Um it, I mean ish. Um at that time of early twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean I remember it. But yeah. Sad shit. So anyways, Biden has that. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah. So when people like comment on, you know, why is just mentally unfit man doing unmen like mentally unfit things? like he has dementia clearly look at him he doesn't know where he is he gets lost in the white there's a silver alert in the white house constantly because he's going down the wrong corridors you didn't hear me say it but when during one of the breaks you walked out and i said it'd be so funny if someone hacked into that system and sent out everybody in the u.s a silver alert for our president oh that would be awesome that'd be so funny like if you could airdrop it to everybody oh That'd be great. But yeah, that's the situation that's going on. So I, I don't like you can't you can't criticize Biden like you can criticize other people. Does that make sense? Why not? Because he's he has dementia. So when people are like, well, why does he do that? Like he's he's intentionally doing this. And why is he you know what I mean? Like, why is his demeanor like this? Why does he look down? Why does he pause? It's like he's mentally unfit and and you guys voted him in so well there's that hope you're happy i don't know what to tell you but that's what happened i'm sorry uh 81390 bubba this is what you wanted hopefully you enjoy it yeah oh so back to like uh um bubba 199 speaking of dementia (laughs) talking about people who are mentally unfit just kidding um uh, after, afterwards, oh, I was, I was talking about people being mean to me, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, creatine Travis felt really bad and it was very sweet because he thought he maybe had gone too far. Okay. Cause like me telling you to shut up or, which I didn't, mm-hmm. but like me being like, that's not nice. No one cares. But if Blitz or somebody else, it was you and who else? Was it Bubba who like kind of called you out, called uh, them it, out? No, it was Big Red. Big Red, that's who it was. Right? And, I, and then I backed him up and said, yeah. Yeah. Like, the people were, like, hurling insults, which is, like, it's fine. You know, I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. But, like, also, um, like, I'm kind of also pretty good when it comes to, like, timing and knowing when yeah. when things, like, to put something to rest. Not so much because it's hurting my feelings, but just for, the like, the comedic de- effect of it. Yeah, it just wasn't funny. Yeah. Like, it, was just, it was just mean. It wasn't mean to be funny. It was just mean. Like, and it wasn't, and it wasn't funny. Yeah. Uh, but right, like if it's actually like funny, like the the best way to insult someone, I think is like you 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 do it once and you step away, yeah, and you just let that shit marinate and everybody laughs. But if you keep going in, keep going in, you like you kill it, yeah. So that's kind of more was my concern. I'm like you guys are killing the bit. Like mm-hmm. it was funny when one person says yeah, yeah. it, and then when you back Iggy, with. Iggy had a pop, and they just kept going to it, and yeah. they killed it. To make yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it was right at the end of the show, and then um, and then I think Big Red, you know, said something, mm-hmm. and then you backed him up. And creatine felt so bad. I know. And then I felt bad that he felt bad. I'm like, I almost wanted to apologize for being someone he shit on because, and then killed the, like, I was like, it's okay. I'm good. I was just, I just felt like you just, you, you, you kind of just buried yeah. it. Um, so to kind of like, 
show his appreciation for me, which I very much appreciated. They showed me how to play poker when I was oh, uninterested. How did that, <laughs> how did that work? <laughs> As if that was honestly more offensive than the fucking insults. Here, here let me do an impression. Uh, Anna, can I teach you how to play poker? No, I don't want to learn. I don't okay, want to play. Okay, here's how you learn to play poker. <laughs> no! No, God, please! So I'm right. my horse so, I'm, so I'm dealing. I'm dealing. This is how... Four seven is the worst hand ever. I'm watching Lizzo's huge <laughs> ass. Please leave me alone. I want to watch Cardi B be a nasty oh, here, hoe. Here, I'll change the channel while you're watching. No, this. Merch Crick, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Merch Crick. Don't do it. We, we were watching. We were having so much fun. She walks in and just changes the channel. No, and she could see it. I, I thought she could see we were like visibly enjoying ourselves. Like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> ew, gross. But when you're saying ew, gross with a smile on your face, yeah. you're loving what you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, Not a fan was like, I thought you hate Lizzo. I said, I do. I absolutely hate Lizzo. I love this. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something about fucking Cardi B, man. Like, I I think I've seen some shit. But then, like, I'll see. I hadn't seen a lot of her music videos, which we were watching after the Mm -hmm. show. And even I was, like, clutching my pearls. Like, oh, my word. What is she doing? (laughs) Um, Which was fun. I enjoyed that thoroughly. But, you know, it's like. People seem to do that all the time. They're like, oh, I can see you're having a good time. Let me ruin it for you. <laughs> right. And here's the thing. Like, when you're learning something new, you there's an the amount of focus and attention that needs to be paid. And sometimes when you're a little high and one drink deep, you and also you've had a full fucking day and a full fucking mm-hmm. week, you just kind of want to chill and you don't want to have to focus and listen and yeah. watch and and I was just like, dude, I just fucking want to watch. And then they're like, all right, we'll we'll play poker. I was like, well, like I don't want to play. And then they would get frustrated that <laughs> they were just talking to me and I wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the time, I make an effort to be polite. That's usually the move. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of like let it go. But I made an effort to not be polite because I was like, I'm punishing you guys. You're going to waste your breath. Yep. And you're going to waste. And they tried like two or three times to oh, I know. sit me down. And, and I'm like, I don't want to play. And they're like, okay, so then, but you have a royal flush, but two. And then they'd be like, and then you do. And I just kind of stare off back into the screen watching Lizzo's fat ass yeah. shaking. And then they'd be like, Anna. And then all I'd hear, I'd come back to earth, Anna. And then I'd just go, play. You, you need to turn your card. I just said, play. And they go, what the fuck are you saying? I was like, I just want to fight you watch Lizzo's fat fucking ass shaking it that's what i want i want to watch the rhino brigade her backup dancers that was rude um who's this copy this name jackass what is that 120 or something Mm -hmm. thank you uh yeah so i just i didn't have the mental um not the mental fortitude i just didn't i i was tired and i just wanted to kind of sit back and relax and sit back be like sit back and relaxing does not involve intense focus and listen i listen to people every fucking day what do you think i do for fucking six hours like and it's fun and i like it and i have to like think about when i want to you know chime in whatnot this that and the other but like at the end of a long ass week when i woke up Mm -hmm. at 5 a.m and we've been going nonstop. and last week was a was a heavy week Mm -hmm. and then you know to sit down and someone's trying to tell you to i'm like dude i don't even want a cube right now that's how little i want to pay attention to shit i just want to be I just want to be a dumb bitch. Yeah. I just like on, that night. I was like, I just want to like maybe get high a little bit, yeah. like and veg out on a couch and just like have something on TV that I don't have to like. I don't have to pay attention to. Yeah, like those videos were for, like those 
stupid ass videos were perfect. Yeah, I, watching the Cardi B and the Lizzo, yeah. and I don't know if it was Megan the Stallion, but whatever. That's all I want. And then we just go, ha ha. That's right. all I wanted. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, I see you're enjoying that. So let me divert your attention over here where you have to focus and you have to think. I'm like, guys, I love you, but like, read mm. the room. I just, and it, and then to get frustrated that I wasn't paying attention, I was like, I told you <laughs> that I didn't want to play. Leave me alone. And sometimes I'll get in the mood where I want to learn, you know, but that All was right, just so not So we're going to deal you in again. Let's, they, go, they go, let's try this again. I go, let's not. We'll do this one face up cards and we'll, we'll talk about what's going on. That's fine. Listen, not everyone can get it. And that's okay. That is a-okay. One day I will, I'm going to learn how to play poker and come back because that's how I do things. I go all in. Oh, this is Texas Hold'em. I thought we were playing (laughs) poker. (laughs) That was my favorite part. That was fucking embarrassing. I hate, and then, and then I go, God damn it. I hate when my stupidness, and it's not even, it's just shit I don't know. But I didn't. I didn't know Texas Hold'em was a type of poker. I was. Just, they're like, we're playing Texas Hold'em. I'm like, I thought we were playing poker. And you didn't tell laughed. me to play Texas Hold'em. I thought we were playing <laughs> poker. And then when everyone burst out laughing, I go, "Fuck! I did it again." <laughs> I, I showed my hand. Oh, I love no it. pun intended. I showed my hand in terms of what I don't know. I didn't know what angel investing is. I still really don't. I looked it up, kind of, but I don't really care. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's, just, it's a venture capitalist. Um, but yeah, kinda, it kind of is. Really. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You're just playing with your money instead of someone else's. But anywho, I hate when that that slips through because I feel like you, especially, you have um, high expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you. I don't think you think I'm a dummy. I do dumb shit, but I don't think you think I'm a dummy. Nope. But then when I, like, expose something that I guess is common knowledge, then, you know, it's, it's, everyone gets a good laugh. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I hate when that fucking happens. One of my happens. favorite things ever. Yeah, cause, and it'll happen not that irregularly. Like, it happens pretty frequently more than I'd like to admit, where it just, something misses my radar for my entire fucking life. Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't know, Texas Hold'em is a form of poker. I did not know that. I thought they were completely different games. I was wrong. But I don't play cards because I think that uh, it's boring and I just don't care. It doesn't interest me in the least. But, you know, I understand it's a thing that people do and maybe it's something I should learn. So it be what it be. No big deal. Uh, there's some people on the line right now. I think I told Blitz before the show I didn't want to take any calls because just sick of your bullshit. Chat, I'm just fucking sick of y'all. <laughs> I hate it. But... I did want to mention this. I had, it's like, you know, you have the birds and the bees chat Okay. when you're, you know, an adolescent or maybe you get a little too late. Maybe you get when you're like 25 and it's too late by then. But I got the Vax chat with my mom. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was, uh, you know, it's funny when you are lamenting about something to someone thinking that they're on your side. <laughs> okay. Ma, can you believe and then she goes, uh, oh, for those that don't know, I'm maybe going to a wedding in October. And um, I was told I needed to get an antibody test, which seemed bizarre. I'm like, don't you just want a negative test? That seems like it would make more sense. Um, my friend said she was going to circle back and let me know. I have yet to hear back, so I will message her today. But I was... She hasn't circled enough yet. She, she didn't circle all the way. So 
I'm lamenting to my mom. I said, listen, mom, like, whatever the fuck happens, I'm coming out to California to see you. It's been two years since I've seen my mom. That's ridiculous. Blah, blah. You know, this this girl, she wants me to get vaccinated, which is ridiculous. And then she wants me to maybe get an antibody test, which Wait. is even more ridiculous. Wait, what? No. And she went, she was quiet. And then she goes, well, actually, and then, you know, some good's coming. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I wanted to. She's so, I feel like my mom is so fucking afraid of me because she just feels like I'm going to go for the jugular. That's what my mom's the same way. Because we're fucking the same person. <laughs> I, know, I know. We go, what? And then you just fucking when go she got in. back to it, she's like, I, I found out about it. She's like, I didn't want to tell you because I knew it would be an argument. I said, mom, I said, if you want it, I don't, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like, it would be an argument. I was like, no, it wouldn't. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. We're, it's funny because like our mom, we're the same. And yep. then our moms assume us to be that person. Yep. And I'm totally on board with both my parents getting vaccinated. They have. Blah, I wonder blah, how blah. like our moms are. Probably similar. My mom is a very nice person, so nothing like me. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's fucking true. So my mom goes, well, actually, I've been wanting to talk to you about something. Oh, oh I know who she is. <laughs> what? I want to laugh. Wheel. <laughs> Mo, Kevin. Yeah. Um, Your mom is Mo. Wheel. So she goes, well, actually, um, I just, she she always sounds very inquisitive. So, Mm -hmm. because she's a non-confrontational person. So she goes, I'm just like curious, um, like what your reasons are for not, for not getting the vaccine. And, um, you know, I, I try to break stereotypes about myself. You know, okay. my mom is expecting me to lose my shit. And I go, at first I did a little bit. I was just like, really? You want to get into look. this bitch? I've been fucking preparing for this for 18 months. Let's go. Look, mom, let me tell you something. Um, wait, hold on. Um, no, it's okay. Yeah. So, um, I go, uh, I got a few reasons, mom. I'm like, which one do you want principles or do you want health concerns? You, let's start with health and work our way down. Okay. And I just kind of said my whole piece about, you know, what really helps. She goes, well, you know, it's it's now it's FDA approved. I go, not working with me, bitch. I know exactly what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. which is and I'm so glad I looked that up and found that information. The average amount of time that it takes to get through the FDA right. is about total like eight years. We did this in fucking eight months. I find that to be a little problematic for me mm-hmm. in terms of whatever. I go, I have no problem. I'm not. And she almost called me anti-vax. I said, don't you fucking dare. I've had lots of vaccines. I don't know why I'm talking like na 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 NPR. Right. I'm Terry Gross. Um, <clears throat> I said yeah. I'm not anti-vax you're not, you're mom. Not Terry. No. Just Gross. <laughs> Thank you. She has a beautiful voice, disgusting face. But anywho, uh, she tells me she goes, "I just, um, you know, it's been approved by the FDA." I go, "Hold on, that was just Pfizer. Let's not give everyone credit." Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of explain my piece. <clears throat> I said, "I have no problem that you're vaccinated." Blah, blah, blah. And it's really funny because there really is a logical, <clears throat> um, like a logical injunction almost where it's like you, you, you have to like work with people like step by step. So I go, you know, if you get vaccinated, you can still get it. Right. She goes, yes. I go, you know, you get vaccinated, you can still spread it. Right. She goes, yes, yes. I know that you can mm-hmm. still get it and spread it with mm-hmm. the vaccine. I go, okay, okay. So me getting vaxxed doesn't protect you. And then it's like, then they're like, wait, what? And I go, let's work. Let's do this together. Yeah, yeah. 
You getting vaxxed protects you. You getting vaxxed doesn't protect me. So the only person that's taking a risk here is me. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yes. But I mean, I, I assume your mom probably cares about you. Yes, but like she was she was trying to pretend like she 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 does. She wants me to she's she she's per, loves me. OK, I'm like trying to spit this out. She loves me. She wants me to be protected, but she's worried about her. Why would she be worried about me? I've had it. You Are know? you sure she's worried about you? She's had it as well, didn't she? Yeah, but it rocked her. <clears throat> but she's also like has, you know, she got the heart. Right. No, deal, I know. And she's she's like 63. So, you know, she's right in that wheelhouse where you should get it. Sure. Um, I'm fine. I'm kind of young, young enough to not need it. And I don't, I'm not obese. I don't have any, you know, uh, chronic issues or whatever. So I'm, I'm fine. She's worried about her. And okay. I get that. She's not worried about me. Uh, she, do you understand Did what I'm trying say to say? Did she say that though? Like she, there was just a little bit, she just said it would make her more, feel more comfortable if I got an antibody test. And I'm like, what? Oh, she said that? She wanted an antibody test. An antibody test? Yeah. She wanted an antibody test. <clears throat> Who's feeding them California people these antibody tests? I, I, I don't I don't I don't know. This is why. And and I, I can see where she got confused because she went to go see her sister, um, who's ten years older than her, so like seventy three. Okay. In like February, March same March of this year. Okay. okay. And when she asked her doctor if it was okay to go, she she had already had it, so she had antibodies. And then my aunt, who's seventy three, got vaccinated. Okay? So at, at that time, she already had COVID, but did yeah. not get vaccinated. Correct. Okay. She had to wait the ninety days. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. So she asked her doctor, "Hey, can I go to Northern California, like Sacramento, to see my sister?" And the doctor said, "You've had it. You have antibodies. Your sister is vaccinated. You should be fine." So she thought, "Okay, we're both good." Now. She's was kind of applying that same logic. She's like, well, I'm vaccinated. So if you have antibodies, we're good. So we just need to know if you got antibodies. I go, yeah, but you didn't get an antibody test. You just got COVID. Mm -hmm. And I had COVID confirmed. I have like four positive tests. I definitely had it. Mm -hmm. She wants to confirm that I have it so that like we're, we're both safe. Like I'm somehow she like so that I'm safe. But it seems like it was more because she wants to make sure she's okay. But okay. the thing is, is like you and your sister are both like in the danger zone, like 60s, 70s. Yeah. And also you had a heart condition like the doctor was concerned about your protection. I can get it and most certainly I'll be fucking fine. So it just didn't didn't really add up. So, I, th- But this is what I told her. I said, listen, mom, I know you think I'm I'm very opinionated, which I am. And I'm I can be unruly at times, which I can be. But also this, if you want me to get a negative test, I will. Which, but I said that makes no sense because I'm going to get a negative test and then get on a fucking plane. It's like, right. oh, I got a negative test, but then I went to a concert. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but I got the negative test before the concert. It's like, yeah. I was I- just in a super spreader tube all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> Two of I was, them. I was breathing in, in, a, in a cab with recycled air and everyone yeah. had their masks off eating peanuts for five hours. Mm-hmm. But I had a negative test before that. So I was like, well, I'll get a negative test before I come here, but that's dumb and i'll get an antibody test before i come here but that also is expensive dumb oh she said she'd pay for it but 
number one, I don't like needles. And number two, it's just pointless because I can still give it to you. and sp- it's, like, it's not preventing you from getting it. it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't prevent anything. Right. Really. So I said the only way you can protect yourself is A, if you've had COVID and B, if you've gotten the vaccine. And mom, you've gotten both. Mm-hmm. So I go, if so we're talking safe. about protecting you, you're fine. And you're the one we need to worry about because you're the one that's immunocompromised. You're the one with, you know, mm-hmm. who had the heart thing. She's good now. Like everything's a, a plus, Willie. Yeah, yeah. But also, you know, she's 63, whatever the case may be. Her husband is the same age. So did he get vac- uh, vaccinated? He's, yeah, he was, okay. he's fully vaccinated. So I'm like, you guys are good. Yeah. Me getting vaccinated doesn't protect you. And it was just this kind of like weird disconnect that I see with a lot of people where it's like they've been fed like. You have to get the right. vaccine for the community for, right. so you don't kill grandma. Right. And then it's like also this information is coming out where it's like, well, you can get it and spread it. You can get it and spread it. But get the vaccine. But get the vaccine. Get it and spread it. So when you kind of put it, like lay it out and you go, well, hold on. The only person the vaccine protects is you, which is great because then everybody else can do whatever they want and take the risks that they want without risking anybody else who is or isn't vaccinated. Like everybody who's not vaccinated is choosing to take that risk. And I'm fine with that. You know? So- but I, just, I, I just wonder if it was like how much of it was to protect her and how much like was it to get you to do it because she thinks it'd make you safer. I really don't think that my health is in play. It seems like she's worried about because there was no there was no there was no concern about like, I don't want to give it to you. It was all about me giving it to her. OK. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So which is fine. And I, I totally get why that would be the case. But I tried to play it out uh, and, and I said. I'll, I said, I'll do it, but it makes no sense. And I'll do it, but it makes no sense. I kept saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she said she was going to circle back and get back to me. And um, You're going to fly to California <laughs> to not see your mom and not go to a wedding. <laughs> I'm just going to be a vagrant, a homeless vagrant. Oh, no. But at least I'll be on the beach, right? Homeless on the beach. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Right. That's the way to go. Ten yeah. City Willie. Mm-hmm. Um, Bring sunscreen. <clears throat> I'm getting some content for the show. <laughs> But yeah, so I, that's what I said. But but here's the thing that I will say is that peace of mind means something. So if even if it's kind of, um, I don't want to say idiotic, but even if it doesn't really make any sense for me to get like a negative test and then get on a plane, if it somehow makes you feel better, like I'll do it. Sure. Because I think peace of mind means something. Yeah. Especially a negative test. That's not that hard to do. I mean, that's no, whatever. no, no, no. Um, but that that is something that I can I can do uh, again. It doesn't really make sense. But if mm-hmm. it's if it just gives you fucking peace of mind, because, you know, because I understand you have to do some mental gymnastics when something's been shoved down your throat for fucking 18 months where it's like get the vaccine, get a negative test, like all that's protect yourself and your family when that's been shoved down your throat. Even if if someone logically is like, hey. Even CNN is saying, even your guy, even fucking Fauci is saying mm-hmm. you can get it and spread it with the vaccine. The vaccine is less effective with the variants, blah, blah, blah. Here it is. They still just, I want the antibodies. Okay, I so, want to see the negative test. So what happens when the day of your flight, the day before your flight, you go take a test, you've got zero symptoms at all, and you get a false positive? If it's positive, I'm not getting on a plane. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know it's false positive. No, I know. I, I, I mean, won't know. No, so, I know. no, I won't. I, I would never. Okay. I would never risk it and go see my mom or risk it and go to a fucking wedding. Like, that would be the worst. That would be the worst. So, I, I definitely don't want to do that. But, you know, um, it just seems, I don't know. She said she'll circle back. <laughs> and then, and then I'm like, did. you know what? Maybe I, 
is everybody go? You know, and then I, but I don't want to get in that mindset because I do really want to see my mom. It's been way too long. Mm-hmm. And I do want to go to the wedding because I think it'd be uh, fun and I would like to catch up from people from my past that I haven't seen in over a decade. So um, that's the plan of action. But it was just funny to, to you, when you think you're preaching to the choir and you ain't. <laughs> and you ain't. Uh, we are going to take a little bit of a break because I almost forgot to take one here. Um, come on, man. Come on, man. There it is. All right, Pussy Caper Willie. We're all good. We'll be back in about five minutes.
it's bad when you uh start talking a little like a little bit of shit and then you make sure your mic's off like, <laughs> and yep. I was, oh oh no i would have been broadcasting the fucking hold on i'm gonna get the number here in a second uh, 572 people. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and that has happened before, and I hope it doesn't happen again. Um, I'm debating about whether to take calls and if my if I can handle it mentally. I, I don't know. I don't want to pull a Simone. Bi- Fuck it, we'll take some calls. I'm not. I'm not fucking Simone Biles. I can handle this shit. Watch Hi, me, Gary. Watch me lose my mind. <laughs> Hello, Gary. What's going on? Hey, loves. I'd appreciate it if you give me just a minute to make a couple points before you you attack of course. me. I appreciate, okay. hold on, I appreciate your sentiment and, and your approach. Or you can tell that I'm mentally fragile and you, you've taken that into consideration when, when you've addressed me and I appreciate you. Are you going to teach her how to play poker? <laughs> no, <please don't. laughs> no, I'll teach her how to play uh, Texas Hold'em. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good one, Gary. Yeah, See, I like that. That was pretty funny. Hey, how about that? Yeah. So, okay, now a couple of things. Since I've been online, you talked a lot of subjects. And one of them is the uh, is the uh, vaccine vaccine. Yeah. You taking it is to protect you from giving it to others as well. It's a mitigation effort. But that doesn't. That's but it doesn't point. do that though. It does. It does. It does. Uh, Doctor Diane is wrong once again on his on his stats. Okay. It, it, there are some people who have uh, transmitted the uh, disease even though they're vaccinated but it mitigates it gives you the opportunity to not do that you're at a greater risk of 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 giving it to somebody else if you're not vaccinated i mean uh, of the research that i've seen and again maybe we're looking at different sources i'm open-minded to changing my mind but it seems like the samples that I've seen them take from unvaccinated and vaccinated people of the nasopharynx, so in the nose, is the same amount whether or not they've been vaccinated or not. It's just about how it affects you. And they've even said it's almost more dangerous because the people who are vaccinated might not even know they have it. Okay, you that, mean vaccinated? That, 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 that's, that's from I, the yeah, people. Yeah. Okay, but you can still. It's a mitigation effort. It, the people getting COVID would be worse. Of course, but it only affects them and not, and it doesn't yeah. stop you from no. spreading it. Okay, no, well, oh. you, we're He's not so understanding. Nice. If, if you get it, <laughs> I don't know how to you're do gonna, it. <laughs> you, if you get it, you can transmit it. Sure. All right. Yeah. The vaccine is an attempt for you not to get it. So if you do not get it, you may not transmit it. Well, but people are mitigation. still testing positive and and with the right. vaccine. I don't think it, it, it prevents worse. you from getting it. Of course, yes. But th- those are two different okay. things. No, I, I I agree with Gary. I, I mean, I think we might disagree on the percentages and numbers. But yes, I, I agree that getting the vaccine definitely lowers your risk of getting it to begin with. Correct. Okay. Now, an- another point. That, uh, uh, Anna, you're yeah. 100% right oh. that the, oh the people in Afghanistan have known for quite a while to get out of there. Yeah. And I'm sure tens of thousands have done so beforehand and uh when katrina happened everyone attacked president bush uh, uh, i'm sorry attacked the people that were suffering because they had knowledge and didn't get out of there so that that's the same in afghanistan you knew you should have got uh, gotten out of there beforehand but mm-hmm. so far they've evacuated over 110 thousand people Mm -hmm. and yes when they war game this out 
at the Pentagon, they must have known we were going to lose people. So far, of the people evacuated and the people that have died, Americans, that is point zero 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 one of the people evacuated. So I'm sure that number is less than what they've anticipated. And, of course, there could be more. So I think to attack uh, Biden on this matter is a little premature. We're going to have to see the final outcome. Uh, and, and everyone's right, uh, particularly uh those people who have said that we knew the Afghanis were not going to fight back. What could you do? Yeah. And that's what we've been. And this is no defense. I'm not really trying to defend Biden here, but like he's we're leaving a war. Clearly, that's better than keeping a presence there forever when obviously more people will die. Afghans, Americans alike. So I'm happy we're leaving. It's fucking horrendous how it's all going down. And it seems like. They're keeping one foot in for us to go right back. But as of right now, he is pulling us the fuck out. And I'm happy about that. I think the word horrendous is a a bit much. And that's why I'm saying it's Um, premature, given that it's point three zeros one percent of the number evacuated. It's been successful in evacuating. Yeah, I mean, I'm also talking about just like leaving equipment and money and cash for the Taliban just to take. But uh, it's too expensive to return the equipment. Then why don't you blow it up, Gary? Why would you why would you leave it for the enemy? The the purpose was to uh, if the Afghanis were going to fight back, they had the equipment. But we knew we we even brokered a deal with the Taliban. We knew that the that the Afghani, quote, military was going to fall. Everyone knew that. Everyone knew it was a fucking joke. Well, well, if we had taken the equipment out and left the Afghani army with no equipment, then Biden would have been slammed for that as well. Oh, you took everything out. How in the heck are we supposed to fight without the equipment that you trained us with? I understand that, but also we brokered that, like, we didn't broker a deal with the Afghani military. We did it with the Taliban, knowing that they were going to be the government that was going to take over when we left. So if you know that, wouldn't you blow up all the shit to make sure they don't take it and use it against us? I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Come on. Once once the uh, supplies run out, who's going to supply them? China. <laughs> I, I, but is it going to be the same comparable equipment? I don't know. Is the China equipment going to work seems on the American pretty equipment? good, Probably especially not. when it comes to counterfeit willies, so who knows? Who, who knows? Think, All I know is that China now has access to all their the fucking lithium. They're making Humvees. Who is the Taliban going to fight? The United States of America? Give me a break. They're not gonna, even with our own equipment, they're not going to fight us. Uh, it's not our problem. Okay. Get the F out of there already. Yeah. Just like in Vietnam. It was not our problem. Yeah, we shouldn't have been that right to begin with. It was the industrial military complex. Am I agreeing with Gary? This is is crazy. This is a turning point in our relationship. I hate you so much less. It's crazy. It's crazy the potential that our relationship has, Gary, here. It's amazing. Damn. I'm not trying hard enough, I guess. (laughs) Then... in, in, In Vietnam, there were tens of thousands of people captured and reach, uh, who worked for the military, yeah. who worked, uh, uh, and were, were retrained 
in education camps. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so far versus that evacuation, this is a success. Success may be too much of a word, just like horrendous is too much okay. of a word. All right. Okay. We can so. we can have a, a honest discussion about adjectives to use. That's fine. But Gary, thank you so mm-hmm. much for your call. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, and Anna, your hair is hot and you look okay, gorgeous. Thank you so much. Time to go. Goodbye. Don't freak me out. And then it's so well. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Sam. How you doing? Sam? Yeah, right. Sam and Largo. Sam and Largo, what's going on? Oh, uh, I got a question for the second man in charge there. Go ahead. The bullet, bullets. You, need, you need a gun or something? <laughs> no. Hey, bro, uh, I ain't been able to figure out this cheer and the bits and all that. I mean, I was hoping for <laughs> some type of tutorism, but um, what? how much is the, is the cash threshold? The, the, you mean to get in the bar? Yeah, well, I'm not even wanting to go to the party. I'm just mainly wanting the ring, but whatever it costs, I'll pay cash. To, you'll pay cash. To, you're talking about to get into the party, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. The party, the ring, the whole nine yards. It's two thousand within the year. Okay. Yeah. Can I bring you to the gate one day uh, between shows or something? Uh, e- email me first, and we'll set something up. All right. Well, yeah. Um, I'm not much of an emailer, but uh, you could call me if it's bad. I'm not much of a texter or emailer or none of that. Okay. Hang on one second. Sounds like you're trying to set up a date or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. I'll get your yeah. 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 Texter, give you money. but. If you want to call me on the phone. Yeah. I'll bring a couple of grand for honest, too. For real? Well, I mean, I could. If you want it, you don't have to do nothing for it. We ain't got to go on Jimmy's boat or nothing. <laughs> I don't have to have anal sex. Thank you so much. All right. I, I got your number. Got it. All right, bro. Yeah. Um, reach out and then we'll figure it out. All right. Perfect. Cool, man. Thank you, bro. Right. Thank you. Peace See. out. Thank you, sir. Um. <clears throat> I did want to go over this. It's a little bit lighter than some of the topics that we discussed earlier. But I am going to a wedding. I got weddings on the brain. I'm starting to realize that there is a trend among people that are having weddings that they now, like I mentioned earlier, either want a negative test or they want people to be vaccinated. They invite people they don't want to be there. That happened to me. That has nothing to do with COVID. But oh. that is just, yeah, that was. That's a I different was, That's a different, that's a different issue. Yeah, that's a different issue <laughs> where it was, it's the virus of bitch, we, this is a courtesy invite. Please don't go. I should have known that they didn't want me to go when I didn't get a plus one invite. Like, why mm-hmm. would you invite someone from across the country to come on their own? Clearly, they would, you'd be like, hey, have, bring a plus one. You know, you and your, they don't know if I'm dating anybody, whatever, a friend or whatever the case may be. But I was giving the, given the invite just for me and I live across the country and I wasn't able to get a plus one. They clearly did not want me to attend, maybe just send a gift and be on my merry way. But guess what? I'm going. But it seems like people who are getting married are now taking it upon themselves that they're like, listen, I don't give a fuck about, you know, what restaurants are doing, what this, that, the other. I don't want any blood on my hands. So if I throw a party in celebration of me and it takes out grandma, Uncle Jerry and Aunt Connie, we got some problems. And I don't want that blood on my fucking hands, which I kind of Do you have an Aunt Connie? I do. And so an do Uncle I. Jerry. <laughs> so do I. And an Uncle Jerry? They're not together, though, but I do have an Aunt Connie and an Uncle Jerry, but not to, they're not together. Me too. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Uncle Jerry 
slapped Aunt Connie in the face. Oh, I see. I don't know if that's happened in my family or not. Yeah, check Probably that not. out. That's Probably pretty not. good. That's a, that's a great story. 1977, <laughs> the slap that was heard around the world. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uncle Jerry, his brother is Connie's w- wife. So he slapped his sister-in-law across the face, which is balls. Mm-hmm. If you hit your own wife, that's one thing. But if you hit your brother's wife, like that's yeah. fucking balls. But if you know Connie, you're like, that wasn't domestic. That Connie's a fucking cunt and no one likes her. Okay, she just deserved it. She did. No one was even upset about it. It's, it was like obviously way before Me Too and stuff, like 40 years before Me Too. But like even now, people you know people talk about it. They're like, that was fine. We're, we're, like even my most liberalist of cousins are like, that was totally fine. That was totally called for because Aunt Connie's a total cunt. Um, I'm surprised she's not dead. She should be dead soon. She's like 90. Anywho, um, so people who are getting married are now taking it upon themselves to be the state, right? They're mm-hmm. like, listen, we don't, it's not mandated by the state that you have a vaccination to get into our wedding, but I don't want all these people to die on my watch. Uh, I want everybody to be vaccinated. Now, I do appreciate that my friend is at least giving me some options. Mm-hmm. Some people are not getting any options. I'm at least getting options, and I'm thankful for those options. But, you know, it is now uh, being taken upon by the people who are having the wedding to say, hey, listen, if you're not vaccinated, this is my favorite that I've heard. If you're not vaccinated and you're not planning to get vaccinated, <clears throat> please celebrate from home. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. That's a fuck you if I've ever heard one. Please celebrate from home. Fuck you. And guess what? We're not doing a Facebook Live either. So you'll just have to be alone. Maybe you can get some uh, someone's Instagram story to pop up in real time. And you could maybe like it, do one of those quick reactions. That's how we want you to celebrate with us. But anyways, okay. I'm going to this wedding. Um, I'm not getting vaccinated. I really don't want to give an antibody test. I will do a negative test because I think that that makes the most sense. It makes sense. more sense anyways. Right. So we'll see how we go. But I got weddings on the brain. And this story popped up and I liked it. It says here, newlyweds send $240 bill to guess who were no shows for their wedding. So oh. imagine that these were people who RSVP'd on coming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they make sure that those plates are catered for, that they have enough alcohol at the bar, that they, whatever, they factored yeah. in all the shit. It's about sure. $240 a plate, which seems about average, right? It's about right. And these people didn't show up. And so these guys sent those people a bill in the mail. The honeymooners over a pair of newly the honeymoons over for a pair there it is uh, for a pair of newlyweds who were so steaming mad at wedding no shows who originally originally RSVP'd yes that they slapped them with a two forty dollar bill to cover their costs. And now a viral photo of the invoice tickled Twitter this week, calling out the no show no call guests. And declaring, I don't think I've ever seen a wedding reception invoice before, LOL. It's a bold move. I think it's absolutely hilarious and a really shitty move. It's uh, super shitty. So what about if these people sent a gift, which I imagine many of them did? You like, they subtract, didn't show, but they... You subtract what the gift's worth from what you they owe. <laughs> okay. So if it's a $100 Amazon card, then it's only 140 Correct. Okay, that's fair. And you got to show it like a line item in the invoice. You gotta know that, much like war, a wedding is going to have some collateral damage. Mm-hmm. Let riddle me this, bitch. If you get divorced, do we all get a fucking refund? Right. With our half, time. Right. Half of our flights, our uh, hotel costs. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were in the wedding and we had to get a bridal dress or a tux or something, I'm gonna send you that 
fucking bill if you get divorced within the next 10 years and I want a fucking refund because then I went to a wedding for no good reason. So fuck you. Your wedding, you're going to end up getting divorced anyways. It's really just a matter of when. It's what, over 50% now? So I, I listen, you know you're going to eat some costs when you throw a party. Some people are going to go. Some people are not. What if you, you RSVP'd and then something fucking happened? You had a family emergency or whatever. You got, you got COVID. You want those people to go? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Rather, so. than, rather than staying home and getting the bill, I went ahead and just showed up. So you yeah. guys are all sick now. Yeah. Um, so I guess somebody got a, this invoice in the mail. I don't think I've ever seen a wedding reception invoice before. LOL. Someone posted. His name's Philip Lewis. And it's uh, $240. I'm trying to see what the fine print says. The invoice is being because you confirmed and then didn't show up. Yeah. That's going to be. And who the fuck is paying that? No shit. Get the fuck send it to out collections. of my face. Yeah. Send it to collections, <laughs> asshole. That's, uh, you can't be doing that. No, what, that's shitty. Like, what are you, you going to do that? You're going to send that to your aunt? Like, yeah, that's fucking, it's funny. Like for online, it's funny, but yeah. it's fucking shitty. You can't do that. Listen, people. I'm cheap. I get it. But yeah. what you do when you're cheap and you lose money is you curse those people behind their back. Yeah. You don't send them an invoice. The voodoo dog Have before. some class and talk shit about people behind their back. Mm-hmm. Don't send them an invoice for a wedding they didn't attend. Please. Think it's, it, you think it's real to begin with? I don't know. It probably not. I probably just fell for some bullshit clickbait. But sometimes I need that in my life. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, I I red pill myself so fucking hard when I'm like, oh shit, the CIA was behind the civil war in Syria, and then immediately I watch people eating donuts. That's that's. I'm extreme, baby. That's I'm not getting clickbait. That's just fucking watching nonsense, which is fine. No, no, no but what I'm saying is, yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. I want I want to be clickbaited because yeah, I yeah, want yeah. something that doesn't matter. Of course. Because I'm constantly getting just inundated mm-hmm. and overwhelmed by just like how tragic our existence on earth is. And not even, and I live an amazing life. I live an awesome life. You live a fucking awesome life. We complain and we bitch about little things. Oh, they made me play poker. Like, mm-hmm. that's this whole, whatever. I, that's clearly, you know, just for shits and giggles. Inconsequential. Right. Like, no, I don't live in Afghanistan. Like, if I was a woman in Afghanistan and I wasn't getting out, it'd be, it'd be a problem. It'd be not good, you know? <laughs> it'd be really, really fucking bad. It would be bad to be living in North Korea. It would be bad to be living in Yemen and basically anywhere in Africa. Um, so, and then I hear these people, if we can just now, you know, go back to serious shit. You hear these people that are like, we can't leave. Afghanis are going to tell. What the fuck do you, you want us to literally invade every country on the planet? Mm-hmm. You want us to invade North Korea? People talk about that sometimes. I think we should. <sighs> you got any plans for next week? <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You know, and I've been watching this this chick, Yomi Park. I, I always have fuck up her name. Yomi, 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 Yomi Park. Her name's whatever. Okay. Yomi Park. She's a tiny little North Korean woman. Rosa Park's sister. Rosa Park's sister. She defected. She got out of North Korea, and she is spreading the gospel, man. She's getting on Lex Friedman. She's getting on Rogan. Did you hear Andrew Schultz talking about her huge tits? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like... If she's eating rats, I'm telling my girl to eat rats so she can get the heavies. <laughs> he calls them the Jesus. heavies. Pretty funny shit. But anywho, you know, she talks about um, liberating these people, the North Koreans, who are very much, it's like, it's a holocaust over there. It's really fucking bad. The people there are starving. 
Um, they don't have access to any resources. Kim Jong-un doesn't want any resources coming in unless it's from China and funding him and only him. So it's really, it's really a sad situation. And I know that people are like, how, you know, like, you know, me Park was talking about how are we just letting people die like this? <clears throat> you know, we went in during World War II and we liberated the concentration camps. Um, why are we not going into North Korea? And it seems like, man, America's being a mean, bad man, just not going and helping people. Then why aren't we going into Ethiopia and Eritrea and Yemen and Syria? I mean, we already went into Syria and caused problems. But anyways, like, you want us to go fucking everywhere? And the reason, the main reason, I think, because I think North Korea would be pretty fucking easy to go into and mm -hmm. tear shit up. But when you fuck with North Korea, you're fucking with China. Right. And that's why we don't go. That's why we're not going. That's why we're not going. Has I mean, we could go in there. We could fuck shit up. We could liberate a bunch of people. But uh, China's propping them. Right. China's propping them up. And guess what? China's, uh, they're big. And they got a lot of money. And they got a lot of manpower. And they don't give a fuck about their own people. And that's really their scariest weapon. Do you think China would actually do anything, though? I don't fucking know. I don't even want to play that game. I, don't, I do not want to be in a hot war with China, by the way. No. <clears throat> you know what was funny I was thinking about the other day? I could never do regular radio. Ever. <laughs> Dude, I'm listening to like, I'm not trying to blow up people's spot because it's their fucking job and they're good at it. And this isn't like throwing shade. But like, I'll listen to like, I'm trying to use different, I don't want to like blow. I was listening to 955 The Hits. <laughs> like, you know, like that yeah, station. Shmel and Shamali. <laughs> 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 or like Shmagic 94.9. Um, <laughs> And man, there could be like, there could be like a nuclear war going on. Yeah. And they're just talking about like Kanye's new album. Like I, I could fucking never, like I am freaking out. I'm listening to my car. And that's why people listen to Escape. So I, I fucking get it. But the weekend jocks on those stations are even better. The weekend. The just even from like two to six. It's like fuck. worst shit ever. I know. I know. <laughs> they'll, cut them, they'll cut themselves off just to make the post. And then he said, well, ah. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? So I could just never do that. I could just never do regular radio. Like, mm -hmm. we could be in a hot war with China. Like, we are on our way to nuke China because China just nuked us. And they are like, Taylor Swift's new album's coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how can you focus on shit that doesn't matter? <laughs> Donda. Did you hear Donda? 18 new tracks. What? Chris Brown's on a few of them. Can't wait to hear it. Play. And I'm just like, how the fuck coming are you? Coming up next. I'm like, we just got blowed up. Like, 13 of our military men and women just died. And they're just like, you know, just talking Justin about- Bieber. Jay Biebs. I could just fuck. And here's the thing. I really appreciate what they're doing because people go to them for the escape. It's escapism. But I'm not, I'm literally the opposite of escapism. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you call that. I drag people down with me. Renaissance. I'm, I'm drowning and now everyone needs to drown with me. That's how I like to no, do it. No, you radio. are. You're the worst kind of people to like help save in the water. I too. don't give you a parachute. I give you a stone like tied to your, with a rope to your leg <clears throat> to drag you down. Parachutes don't work in the water anyway. Well, you know what I'm saying. If you were just to float up. You know what I'm saying? If I, they give you wings. And I give you, you know... So you're like anti-Bread I give you an anvil that's attached to your leg. Okay. That's, that's what I... That's the radio that I like and enjoy, because I like to bring people down. 
I don't like to people to escape and like forget about the worries. And the, no, you should be very much aware of the worries in your life, especially the worries in other people's lives, because mm-hmm. that often helps you with the worries in your life. It's really hard to worry about like, oh, is this person mad at me? How am I going to finagle this thing at work when you're like, oh, well, at least I'm not getting beheaded. That's what I want to do. I want to I want to go on like, you know. I want to go on one of the, the 955, the hit station, whatever that is. I want to go on Wild 94.1 and, and talk some real shit. Like between songs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, hey guys, Americans are dying. Afghanis are dying. Thank God we got out of this war. Are you happy? I'm not. Here's Taylor Swift. Boom. Just post up right there. Boom. That'd be awesome. That would be so fucking funny. Red, just call me the red pill jock. You know, like you're just trying to vibe, you're trying to vibe out to Cardi B talking about her wet ass pussy. And I'm talking about the war in Syria. Like, I'm trying to get, like, a jab. I'm like, it's called Operation Timber Sycamore. And we went in and we killed 500,000 Syrians What's for it no called? good What's reason. What's it called? Because you haven't said the name now for, like, every day for the past two weeks. Well, I really want people to, like, look it up. Because it's like nobody knows about it. And it wasn't even a covert operation. But anyways, I just, that's the sort of stuff that's on my mind. And I think I would be a good hot jock. Like, I would be red pill hot jock chick. I think that would be fun. Don't you? Just get in little, you know, instead of factoids about the ban, it's factoids about how your government. Oh, I think that'd be hilarious. How, how 9-11 is an inside job, you know, and how how how, how China and the globalists are our enemies. And I don't know. I think that that would be fun between, like I said, yeah, between like Lizzo and fucking Megan the Stallion. That'd be pretty cool. Hello, who's this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's buzzy. Hi, Buzzer Bob. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing just fine, sweetheart. La 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 la. <laughs> Goddamn, Lips is a bitch. <laughs> you make me laugh, though. You really do. Yeah. Uh, I just called to see Lips. Did you get a package today for not, Lummy and uh, Jesus? Not that not that I know of. Well, it should be there today. If not today, it'll be there tomorrow. Okay. okay. And go ahead and let Anna open it up. Okay. I know she likes opening shit up. Oh, thank you so much, okay. Buzzer Bob. Appreciate it. But anyway, see me later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we like it. I like it when Buzzer Bob gets mad because if he was... Of course. If he was just like if it lapping was that, along... If it was that phone call every time, it'd be boring. Yeah, yeah. We need you to get upset when you get when you get really mad because you eat that tastes bad i'd be mad too yeah it's okay but anywho i think we're gonna wrap it up for today uh thank you everybody for listening to me spew my bullshit gary mm-hmm. thank you for uh the kind words today was uh spew your bullshit today was a lot but that's okay uh tomorrow will be probably more the same <laughs> so it's gonna be okay um podcast with tara is going down this week cool. and we will be having a special guest Really? Yes. I'll tell you who it is um, awesome. after we get off. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for contributing. Sorry. I was like in the middle of a burp. Um, really- I got to go burp myself. <laughs> I do. I actually do burp myself. I mean, if, if it helps a baby, it can help me, right? Um, yeah. But thank you guys mm-hmm. for listening, um, for donating your time, money, energy, telling a friend. We very much appreciate it. Uh, we will see you tomorrow for the big show at 6 a.m. Eastern. So make sure you tune in for that. And Kevin's Law tomorrow. And obviously shows the rest of the week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Blitz, thank you as always for everything. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.